Shalom, welcome to another episode of Inspiration from Zion. I'm Jonathan Feldstein, and I have the privilege of being your host, coming to you from the Judean mountains here in Israel. I like to refer to it as the original Bible Belt. Inspiration from Zion is a program of the Genesis 123 Foundation, whose mission is to build bridges between Jews and Christians and Christians with Israel in ways that are new, unique, and meaningful. I pray that you will find this, all of those. Through this program, we're excited to connect you to people and stories in and relating to Israel to give you a window to look through, experiencing aspects of life here that you might not otherwise know about. We want this to be interactive, so please be in touch with us at inspirationfromzion at gmail.com and send along any questions and any comments about any topic, any time. Or you can reach us at genesis123.co or follow and like Inspiration from Zion on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Stay tuned until the end of the program where we're also going to share an exciting opportunity, and please feel free to share this program with others who you know will also find it of interest. Now, after almost, well, more than two years, we're well into our third year of inspiration from Zion. It always shocks me when I stumble upon a friend who I should have had in a conversation in the last two years uh, to share with you, and I realize all of a sudden, wow, we've never done this. And I'm honestly, with Guido and Ariel, I am shocked. And so it is not inappropriate in this season to beseech atonement for, for to, to the listener and to Guido and Ariel that we that we, this is the first time in close to two and a half years we're actually getting to have a conversation on inspiration from Zion. But I do believe that even if I had wanted to, which I have, that this is really a, a, a divine appointment. And I'll tell you why. Guidon is the CEO and co-founder of RootSource, and we're going to talk about that and what it means. And Guidon and I go back, wow, well, well before I moved to Israel, it's it's probably the better part of 25 years, I was working in a Jewish organization in lower New York State, and Guidon uh, came, came to visit me about some real estate project. Uh, I think it was up in the north, near Haifa, if I remember correctly, north of north of Haifa, in the what's called the Cryote, and we... I don't know about the, we can talk about the real estate project. I don't even know if that ever went anywhere, but I never got involved with it. But then we, we lost touch and we reconnected naturally when I came to Israel a little over 19 years ago. And we've, we've, we've become good friends, but we've also, um, on a collegial basis, we co- collaborate and overlap and, and coordinate. And there's, there's just so much going on that Guidon brings to the table in terms of being a bridge builder. And, and the one thing I wanted to remember in introducing Guido, and it's so ironic to me that in 2021, Guido edited a book called Bridge Builders, Top Activists in Christian Jewish Engagement. And I was honored to be featured there, honored and grateful. And I always think, and this is sort of like the encyclopedia of Jews and Christians who work together. And I don't remember what I said or why it was important, but it's an important small book. If it's still available from Root Source Press, Guidon will let us know. And, and I encourage people to get a copy because um, it, it gives a really good hand on the pulse, a pul- hand on the pulse of what's going on among people who are really, really involved, like Guidon. And Guidon's, I, I don't know if you're featured in the book or you're just the editor, but if you're not featured, you should have been featured as one of the top people. So here we are having a conversation. When I came out with our new book, um, Israel the Miracle, Guidon was one of the first people I turned to for an endorsement. 
And he's he wrote something that was really lovely. And now the book is available at inspiration, uh, excuse me, israelthemiracle.com. But it's really important to have this conversation now. First of all, Gidon, I want to express my thanks for your encouragement and support about this incredible book that I've done, that you've purchased so many of them that you're giving as gifts at an event that you have coming up in Dallas in just over a week now. And, I, and I'm just thrilled to have you because I, I, I never script these conversations, but as much as I don't script them, this is even more unscripted. So I'm looking forward to kind of an open freestyle conversation first to talk about you and what you're doing and what Root Source is doing and this event that you have coming up and who can maybe still connect and go and maybe get one of the books, which will be one of the first books available in the U.S. And then what's significant about this book that you wrote this lovely endorsement for? So Guidon Ariel, with my apologies for not having you on the show much more recent than over almost two and a half years, welcome to Inspiration from Zion. It is finally a pleasure to be here, my good friend Jonathan and don't worry, all is forgiven. Oh, good. I, I should ask that last <laughs> week, huh? <laughs> Very nice. Okay, Gidon, um, amazing. So you know what I want to talk about? Let's give the overview first. Root Source is your brainchild. And you work collaboratively um, with Bob O'Dell to set up this incredible program to which, honestly, I've only been peripherally involved um, because of my other commitments. But tell us what's root source. And we're having see what's happening. Guidon's sitting in his sukkah, and I'm sitting in my sukkah, and we realize that we are having sukkah problems with internet. But here we go. Guidon, what's tell us about root source? Well, root source is first of all, thank God we're about eleven years old. I do believe that we started in January, so our twelfth uh, anniversary is coming up. So about next month. In uh, four, that's right. And uh, we are a platform for pro-Israel Christians and Jews to engage with each other primarily by studying the texts, ideas, and concepts that we Jews and Christians have in common on a basis of mutual respect and love. That is the focal point of root source and what the main idea that we had when my Christian friend from Austin, Texas, and I had in mind when we founded it all those years ago. Amazing. I didn't realize that it was 11 years, almost 12 years. That's pretty incredible. Yes, yes. Things things are moving and we got a lot going. And uh, over the past few years, we've upgraded our website and we have there uh, a, uh, a timeline of uh, history and achievements that uh, I'm quite proud of. We've done we've done a lot, and we've brought together a lot of Christians and Jews. So, so since I'm giving you the platform shamelessly, what are the top three or four uh, things that 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 extend over that decade plus of your timeline? The most important thing is our, like I said, our main project. We have about a dozen, te- well, by now about eighteen teachers, Jewish teachers here in Israel each one having recorded a, a, le, a, a series of lessons on the topic of their choice, be it women in the Bible, a biblical Hebrew, Jewish prayer, Jewish history, the land of Israel, ethics of the fathers. That's what I'm coming up with off the top of my head. And each teacher, since it's a little hard to give a 
live classes when your students are, uh, I don't have to tell you this, when they spread from the Philippines all the way out to California yeah. and fur. Every time zone, that's challenging. And that's, very, and, and that's just if you're one person, okay, I'm sure, Jonathan, that you're willing to get up in the middle of the night for your stuff, but uh, I've got 18 teachers that I've got to be ha- keep happy over here. Correct, correct. So uh, the, the, the teachers record the lessons. We have, like I said, 18 teachers, each one recording on the average 50 lessons, so we have over 1,200 lessons recorded. Wow, I didn't know that. That's amazing. On Root Source, my... My vision is that Root Source will be the YouTube of Jews teaching Christians online. Lovely, lovely vision. I like that. Now, um, since you disappointed me and haven't already said the website at least two or three times, what's the website where people can can reach out and find all all these great resources? Our root our website is uh, www.root-source.com. Okay. That's root like in a tree and source like water. Root-source.com. Don't forget to add dash. And it's easiest to simply Google root source and you'll find it. There easy. you go. Excellent. Very nice. Okay. So you have you have this amazing platform. Now I'm I'm holding your book, Bridge Builders, Top Activists in Christian. You're Jewish. holding one of our books because ah, besides correct. having the be, besides having the uh um the, that platform of over uh, 1,200 lessons recorded. We have about 15,000 students who subscribe to our free newsletter. And I hope that some of your listeners will want to subscribe as well. It's a Great. free weekly newsletter. And we discovered that uh, we'd like to publish some book as, books as well. The first book we published uh fittingly enough, was called Israel First. We published that about nine or ten years ago. And uh, that was a book primarily written by Bob Odell, my partner, who I met on the uh, walls of Jerusalem. We earlier were discussing uh, that I uh, met with with our common friend, Christine Darg. So Bob was on one of Christine Darg's trips to Israel. And I... I uh, put out my vision for Root Source, a place for Christians to learn from authentic Jews about the roots of their faith. And I basically said I want it to be an online yeshiva for Christians. Okay. And uh, the, the, the people in the group all together let out a gasp and said, hallelujah. <laughs> and... Bob uh, came up to me after that uh, presentation and said, I want to be your first student. Wow. Ultimately, he became my partner, and together we created this uh, vision that has been going strong, like I said, for over 11 years. Was that, Kiron, was that an event at the Ramada Hotel? I remember being at the Ramada Hotel with one of the events that Christine Darg put on and it was amazing. And you spoke and you were super engaging. I don't remember if that's when you expressed your vision at that event at the Ramada hotel, but I just remember that vividly. Was that at the Ramada that Bob approached you? No, no, no. That was on the uh, ramparts of the walls. Ah, Okay. 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 Just outside of uh, Jaffa gate, uh, Christine Darg, 
who is the uh, leader, together with her husband, Peter, of Exploits.tv, Exploits Ministries. She is uh, one of the greatest heroines, one of the greatest heroes of uh, Jewish-Christian relationships and one of my oldest friends. And uh, she invited me, invites me from time to time to speak to the groups that she brings yeah. to Israel, I believe, two or three times a year. Right. Uh, anyway, so we were we were working on uh, building up our library of videos. And Bob said, listen, I have this idea about uh, the blood moons. It was something Bob is an amateur uh, astronomer. And he uh, I don't want to get too much into the blood moons, but uh, he wanted to write about it, a perspective that he had. And I said, it's a great idea. And so we published our first book, Israel First. Israel First was the book, first book of uh, Root Source Press. That was followed, my oh my, without uh, being able to see them where I'm sitting right <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, we did a follow-up for that book after Israel First called Jubilee Now. Um, and uh, after a while, Bob, uh, together with another friend of ours, Ray Montgomery, started doing an inventory of Christian anti-Semitic incidents right. over the history, and that they called The List. Yeah. And uh, that ended up having about a thousand incidents over the course of the 2000 years of Christian Jewish history. Yeah. So that was a, that was quite a uh, sobering book that we ultimately presented to the speaker of the Knesset, um, Yuli Edelstein. I have a feeling that you've had him on your program already. No, I uh, haven't. I actually have not had him. Okay. Anyway, so uh, Yuli Edelstein is a good friend of mine because I also happen to be a member of the uh, Central sure. Committee of the Likud Party. Right. And so I'm connected. It's a small it's a small country and it's an even smaller pol uh, political uh, circle. <laughs> well, wait, here, I'll, I'll, I'll blow this. I, I'm sure I've never told you this. When I was in the Soviet Union, my second trip in 1987, Yuli Edelstein was in prison. He had been a Hebrew teacher and was had been arrested for whatever trumped up charges that the Soviets used to, used to do. And he had been beaten. And if I remember correctly, his hip was broken. And I was asked, I remember so vividly, I think he died recently by Yuli Kosharovsky, if I would smuggle out Yuli Edelstein's memoirs. And I got so excited. I was in Kosharovsky's apartment in Moscow, and I got so excited. Yeah, of course, I'll do it. Yeah. And I, I, what I was, what, 22 years old? What did I know? And he walked me outside. He said, no, the, the people who have the bugging devices in my apartment just heard, and they'll be looking for you at the airport. So you can't take out his um, his memoir. But that's uh, other than the fact that I was invited this week to be the only non-Russian attending uh, a, a memorial event in the forest near uh, Ben Shemin uh, here in Israel near the airport. Um, I, I, I bumped into Yuli Edelstein, but I don't know him like you do. But he's amazing. Um, but yeah, so you presented it to Yuli. How many books have you published in total, Gita? So far, Bounce. I do believe that we've published about a dozen or maybe even 15 books in total. Cool. OK, um, I want to pause uh, on the books and I'm holding one of them and I'm glad you mentioned it's only one of them. We're going to come back. I want to do a quick break and I come back and I want to speak a couple of things. But I want to speak specifically about this event that you have coming up because I'm Thank really you honored me. that you've found you found my book, Israel, the Miracle, worthwhile enough to to buy as a gift for for all of the participants, but let's take a quick break.
If you're like most people in the world, you know about the Holocaust, but never met, much less interacted with a Holocaust survivor or heard their stories of suffering and survival. With the remaining elderly survivors dying at an unprecedented pace, in less than a generation, there will be none alive. Yet, while they did survive, and for that we need to celebrate them, many still suffer trauma from their youth. As they age, they have increasing needs. And living on fixed incomes, sometimes with no pension, things as simple and essential as basic foods, heating in the winter, medicine, and inflation can push someone over the line from surviving to struggling again. It can create stress in their lives that reminds them of the suffering they endured as young people. It's just not acceptable that anyone who suffered as much should struggle with basic needs or any undue stress in their twilight years. I want to invite you to join the Genesis 123 Foundation to bless the survivors. Yes, we pray that you'll donate personally and do so generously. And when you do, we also give you the opportunity to send your personal blessings and words of encouragement to the survivors themselves to brighten their day and let them feel your love. Having been privileged to provide financial resources to help survivors on a day-to-day basis, I know it makes a difference and is very appreciated. But your personal note that we translate into Hebrew, Russian, or Yiddish really makes them smile and warms their heart. I pray you'll join us by going to genesis123.co slash hug a survivor. That's genesis123.co slash hug a survivor. And please share this with others. We can't undo the suffering that they endured. And there's no limit to what the needs are, but we can never do too much to comfort them in their final years. Please join us. God bless you. Okay, Gidon. Um, amazing, fun, enjoyable. You know, we could be just sitting, having a cup of coffee, um, having a conversation between us, which is kind of like how I like to have these conversations. It's really just a chat. We're just letting thousands of people listen um, afterward. Uh, before we talk about your event that's coming up in Dallas, uh, where everyone who goes is going to get a copy of my wonderful book, what else? What's the other What's the other special pillar that you want to hang your hat on that Ruth's Root Source is already doing? Um, hmm. like, do we have a moment here for me to give them a, to check my notes? You can check your notes. You can One check second. your notes. One second. I, I, I guess we'll attribute this either to age or to he's got so many things going and burning candles at so many different ends that it's, sometimes it's hard to keep track because I know that I'm often uh often like that myself i've got i'm 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 proud of my age i just recently had my (laughs) 60th birthday i know that but i'm prouder of the uh history and achievements of uh, root source there you go and so as it as it loads just now i will go to the to the bottom of this uh, tree over here i i wonder gidon if you're if it's you know you're you're not an immodest person um and i that's one of the things that as a compliment no 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 it is it's it's one of the things i like about you and i was asked recently so what are your plans after the book and i said oh well we're talking about translating into spanish portuguese korean chinese maybe even german now but i mean i have all these visions but i don't and, and they're big but i just don't think of them as oh and many many achievements i just don't think of them as being so wow 
because it's just what what I do. And I think in it, it, you and I are similar in that way, which is why you have to check your cheat sheet. Well, here I am on my cheat sheet, cheat sheet at uh, rootthersource.com. I think it's slash history or something like that. And uh, it, uh, I think that the the biggest thing that we're doing now, besides uh, the main thing of lessons with uh, those 18 teachers, which, by the way, um, my vision, if I do believe I said it here, is that uh, Root Source is going to become the YouTube of Jews teaching Christians online. That Love is my it. vision. I hope that uh, we are going to grow from the uh, 20,000 or so Christians who follow us today to hundreds of thousands and Great. more. Uh, but more importantly is we're going to bring more Jews into the circle. Jonathan, you and I are members of an... One of those sukkah technical problems. Hold on, Gideon will be with us. We know we're, he's going to come right back. Exclusive WhatsApp group called Among Friends, where right. we have some of our closest Christian and Jewish friends together are just being friends. I'm, as I'm sure you've discussed on your program before, so many Jews uh, are, are, are just don't understand how important it is to befriend Christians today. Right. They uh, still hold on to that list that of, of anti-Semitic uh, history of Christians, and they say, as, "Well, that's as gospel, Christ pun intended." Exactly. That's that's what. Uh, that's what Christians were for my great, great, great grandfather and my Correct. grandfather. And that's what they are for me. Correct. So my, uh, my <laughs> vision, my, my, my vision is that uh, my mandate is that uh, Jews will recognize that their mandate is to teach non-Jews, to teach the nations. And I like low hanging fruit and the closest friends yes. of Jews today are pro-Israel Christians, as Correct. I uh, want to call them. Correct. And that fulfills the uh, numerous prophecies. For example, Isaiah chapter two, that uh, all will come up to Jerusalem for as from from uh, Jerusalem shall come the word of God and from Zion, the Torah. Well, I mixed that up maybe a little bit. I know it better than Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, in Zechariah 20, uh, Three eight that on that day ten from the nations shall catch right. hold from the, of the seat of every Jew and say we want to come with you because we have heard God with you. Right. Uh, but I think that we have to. But by now I know that there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Christians who are already Correct. plugged in Correct. to that prophecy. Correct. I I I want I I look forward to the day and I hope that I will play some part in bringing it about. That people won't say what? Teach Christians Torah? Is that even allowed? Wow, excellent. Right. So Jews, I, I we, wanna... we have our own baggage to to leave behind and hurdles to overcome, and you're a great person and platform through which to do that. I want I wanted to change to what? You teach Torah to Jews, but you don't teach Torah to Christians? Sure. You've sure. got to get on why on root source. Sure. So that that is really um, the big vision that I'm looking forward to uh, over the next year or two. I've been looking forward to it for a few years now, but things like that, they, they sometimes have 
so of, it's uh, slow starts. It's funny when you're talking about being friends, and that's super important, and are among friends, which is a exclusive chat list. But then you and I remember this so vividly from that one uh, program that Christine was hosting at uh, at the Ramada. You got up there and spoke about the vision for a new Facebook group, which is called then was new Jews who love Christians who love Jews and the Jews who love them. And the way you said that was so charming. But when you think about it and unpack it, it's it's perfect. So people who are on Facebook should go and become part of that because it is a dialogue and it's a it's a it's a very easy beginning entree. Let's talk about your event before we before we go into my book, because part of this, the purpose of this conversation is not in not a gross self-serving way. But now that my book is out and it's almost Christmas, um, I'm sure in America somewhere they're already putting up Christmas decorations and sales in various retail places or or, or, or maybe getting ready to do Thanksgiving. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but you have a very special event coming up. And as I said earlier, uh, and I'm so grateful that you bought a bunch of books to give to every participant, my books. Um, to, what, what's the event coming up? This event will be a, an honor reception of uh, bridge builders, Christian and Jewish bridge builders in uh, Dallas. That is where the event is going to be. That's going to be of uh, bridge builders in Dallas, Israel, and elsewhere. We are going to be we are going to be uh, convening up to. We have room for a hundred people in this uh, in this uh, venue. We're going to be having it at the at the brand new home of our good friends. Paul and Victoria Sarbati in McKinney, Texas, just north of Dallas. And uh, we are going to be honoring 10 Jewish and Christian bridge builders who will be at the event. And we are going to be talking a little bit more about the root source, a little bit of that I've already said here on your program. And it mostly is going to be an event for people to enjoy themselves in each other's company. And so I'm looking very, very much forward to that. That is uh, the Root Source uh, Gala. Um, oh, my, oh, my. It's a little – I believe that the best way to get to the link to the invitation – I'd be very happy if anybody would like to try to attend it if we have any more seats left by the time this is broadcast – is root-source.com. Once again, that is our website, www.root-source.com slash, I believe they call it forward slash, Gala, G-A-L-A. Okay, or without the slash and forward slash, I'm sure you have a connect or email or copy or send a message or connect with us or something like that. And if someone gets to Root Source or on social media, they can also ask you, hey, Gideon, what? how do I go to this thing? But I want to interject half a moment. I, I, we, we talked earlier about drop, dropping names, not dropping names. But when you just mentioned Paul and Victoria, who are uh, actually I've never met Paul, but Victoria is I know they're both incredible. Victoria and I have become good friends. You, I, I realize now all of a sudden, without intending to do so, in the course of this half hour or less of conversation, we've already checked off three of the Christian leaders who have written essays for um, in Israel, the miracle, Bob O'Dell, Christine Darg, and Victoria Sarvati, which is pretty incredible. So let's drop some more names. Who are the, who are the 10 people, the, 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 the Christian people, Christians and Jews who you're honoring. And let's see if we can check off any more boxes. 
Well, first of all, I'd like to honor um, one of the four, or maybe two of the four, or maybe four of the four. <laughs> I haven't, I didn't remember all your entire table of contents in your book. Um, authors of the uh, essays in your book who are on the committee for this gala event. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, Anne Stacy. Yes. From Dallas. Yes. Um, she is. Uh, she's a member of our uh, committee. Um, Mike Isley of Texans for Israel. Right. And uh, um, my good friend Revis Daggett from Fort Stockton, Texas. I don't know Revis Daggett. Okay. I, you'll, one day you'll meet her. She is a, a powerhouse of uh, the okay. first level. And uh, our good common friend, Dave Pitcher, is also on the Correct. Uh, committee. Correct. And let's see. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. You're going to give me. It's going to take me too long to try to find that list on my phone over here. No, just give us some of the names. Okay. And then we'll apologize to those who, who we don't remember. We're not. We're only mentioning a few. We've got uh, Byron Stinson. Excellent. Israel, okay. Who is working, working on the Red Heifer, Heifer, Heifer product Heifer. Uh, project. Uh, we've got. Julie Cerrone of Eagle Mountain. Right, of course. Um, I really would like to uh, mention the Jewish person who, together with Julie, will be, um, as it were, valedictorians of the event. Not all of the uh, all of the honorees who will be present will be given the opportunity to speak. So uh, Julie uh, will be speaking, and uh, Diane Benjamin oh, of uh, Dallas. She's uh she is uh I like to call her the unofficial mayor of mm. Dallas because she knows mm. everybody. Yeah. Um of course my friend Bob O'Dell uh will be uh, honored at the event as well. Uh have I said enough off the top okay, of Okay, you've done a good job. You've done a great job. Okay, so anyone who wants more information if you're in the Dallas area or going to be in the Dallas area um, or want or to can get, be in the Dallas or, or, area. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or want to go to the Dallas area for, on October 15th to be part of Roots Horses Gala, um, go to root-source.com and you'll and it might be forward slash gala, but either way, check, reach out to Guidon. Um, now, Guidon, let's see how much time we got. Let, let's, let's do a quick segue in the last uh, last segment or so before I take a break or maybe we'll set this up and then take a break. Uh, I just like that. You, you asked me for, you asked me for three projects that I'm working on and I'd really like to mention uh, two other very important projects. Oh, two others. Okay. I thought we got, okay, go ahead. What else? The, the, the most, uh, like I said, I've been doing a lot. The, the biggest project that we launched last year and we're still doing is called the Institute of Midrashic studies of the new Testament. Okay. Also with our good friend, Dr. Dave Fitcher. Exactly. Dr. Dave Pitcher has been, he, he is a, re a retired surgeon, but he was doing for many, many years research into the connection between the New Testament and the Old Testament. And he has found what I consider a code, um, a map between certain points, words, and concepts in the New Testament and the Septuagint of the Old Testament. And uh, I said, listen, Dave, this is very interesting stuff. Certainly, it's interesting for Christians. And I think that you need to develop it more so that not only you are uh, doing this research according to this method that you have discovered. 
So that is why we launched it. It is at NT, that stands for New Testament, all one word, NT Midrash, M-I-D-R-A-S-H dot com. That's NT Midrash dot com. And what we do is we have uh, fellows um, who uh, are studying the Bible in Greek and in Hebrew and and learning about his method and delving into it more and submitting articles to peer-reviewed journals all over uh, the United States mostly, I think also in Europe. Okay. And, uh, and uh, so we are going more and more. We do hope that we will uh, develop more and become a uh, full-fledged institute perhaps as part of a, a big, well, you may have a pause again. You know what? I'm going to use this opportunity to take a break. And then by the time I come back, I uh, suspect we will have. Oh, wait. There we go. Now Guidon's back. Guidon. Come back, come back, come back. Okay, finish, about, that is... finish up about the, uh, the, the Midrash, and then I want to take a quick break. I, but then I'm going to talk about my, the last of the three projects. That That's I fine. That's fine. Okay, so I think I finished up, unless you didn't hear me, that this oh, is a project it. You, that you ends... said the website, it's great. Okay, so we'll take a quick break. We're going to come back and speak quickly about the last project, and then we're going to talk about Israel the Miracle. I want I want to to hear from your, from, from your qualified perspective why, why this even matters. But let's take a quick break, and we write back. The restoration of Jewish sovereignty in the land of Israel was an earth-shattering event. For Christians, it was a confirmation that God always keeps his covenantal promises. Today, we are blessed to see God's fingerprints in the modern miracle of the land of Israel playing out in our lives among the people and in the state of Israel. This year, on the occasion of Israel's 75th anniversary, the Genesis 123 Foundation has been privileged to bring together 75 Christian leaders from around the world to lend their unique voices, sharing their personal faith experiences relating to Israel, and their in-depth insight into Israel's history and spiritual significance, creating an historical, one-of-a-kind, high-end coffee table book, Israel the Miracle. Israel the Miracle's stunning imagery will fill your home with the hope of fulfilled promises and conversations about Israel. It's a perfect gift to anyone for any occasion, and most of all, to yourself. You'll also be a blessing to Israel knowing that the proceeds will go to bless Israelis of all backgrounds. Be a part of Israel the Miracle and bring the land, the people, and the state of Israel into your heart and into your home. Visit IsraelTheMiracle.com to get your limited edition copy today. Okay, Gidon, uh, you, you mentioned several projects. Don't put me on the spot to, to list them back. People are listening. Hopefully they're taking notes and you can always rewind. What's the last the last big project that you were hanging your hat on? The, the last big project is called Light Up the Church. Ah, okay. Lightupthechurch.org. Last year, um, I heard about a kibbutznikit, uh, a, a resident of a kibbutz up in the north, whose father was a Holocaust survivor and also a survivor of Kristallnacht. Night of the Broken Glass, which arguably was the beginning of the Holocaust. On November 9th, 1939, the Nazis broke down into hundreds of synagogues, Jewish homes, and Jewish-owned businesses and destroyed them 
and uh, set them on fire and killed dozens of Jews. And the world just sat there and and maybe went tisk 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 with their tongues, but did nothing more. And that Hitler of Yemach uh, Shemo, may his memory be blotted out, uh, saw that as a green light to move forward with his final solution. This uh, kibbutznikit um, said, well, if they wanted to turn the lights out in the synagogues, then we want to keep the lights on. So for 10 years, you still hear me, right, Jonathan? Yeah, I'm hearing you good. For, for, for 10 years, they've been reaching out to synagogues all over the world, and hundreds of synagogues have kept the light on on November 9th each year. When I heard about this project, of course, I went straight to my synagogue's uh, gabai, beetle, person in charge, and I said, tonight we have to keep the lights on. And he said, yeah, sure, sounds like a good idea. But then I started creating lightupthechurch.com. Very nice. Last year, last year we had 72 churches that kept the light on, and thousands of people signed up, signed an hour statement uh, against anti-Semitism all over the world. Very nice. And other, and other uh, home groups and uh, Christian businesses also stood by the side of Jews all over the world. So that's Light Up the Church, all one word, dot org, together with NT Midrash, and of course, Roots-Source.com. Roots right. That's what okay. we're doing. Okay. Those are all the amazing things that, no, no, no. Those are, no, those those are, are many just of the amazing things <laughs> that you are doing, and, and, and many of the ways to reach out to Gidon, including the websites, and of course, uh, all of those are on social media. Um, let's flip the page, pun intended, to talk about Israel the Miracle. You and I spoke about this when it was very much in its conception stage. I don't remember how many months ago. What, what? By the way, one of the things that's miraculous is I don't remember when that was, but it wasn't that long ago because the book was only conceived last uh, last November, 10 months ago in Dallas. Um, and, and now the fact that I've got the first thousand copies delivered to my storage unit here in, in Efrat in the Judean mountains and the remaining thousands are getting packed to be put on a ship to America. And, and honestly, Guido, I'm afraid that I didn't order enough. Um, we've, we've pre-sold thousands and I just didn't want to be too bold. Um, that's a different kind of question, but you, you, you've been somebody I've spoken about this with, I think you gave input on some of the names of people who should be included as authors in the book, writing essays. And you wrote your own lovely uh, endorsement, which is real important. And, and I have to be honest, I'm glad it's in the book, but I, I have a great publisher, Higher Life, and I gave them virtual carte blanche on almost everything to figure out how to put the book together. I, they, they had marching orders. And they put it together. And there were a number of people who wrote who wrote uh, um, endorsements whose endorsements were not published in the book, but are on our website. So I'm glad yours is in there, and yours is first because your name begins with an A. Um, so that's great. Why? Why, from your perspective, forget that the fact that there are a number of people that we know, um, probably ten or or even twenty percent of them who are common friends, and and w- without. And they've written essays, but without pandering to our friends, why is such a project like this important? Uh, again, you uh, gave me a, uh, a pre 
publication. Uh... Oh, one of those glitches from the sukkah. Maybe we'll title this program "Glitches from the Sukkah." Uh, uh, proof of the book, and I looked through the uh, table of contents, and I think that we're closer to eighty percent of uh, those books. Okay, twenty percent of, of how many? How many uh, essays are in the book, Jonathan? Seventy-five essays. Yeah. 75 essays. So I would guess that I know b between 50 and uh, 60 of the people who are in that book. Okay. So those are those are common friends. Um, and I think that it is a very important book. First of all, it's a beautiful book. And uh, the the beauty is really uh, a part. I'm a, I'm a I like to think of myself more of a format person than a content person. Okay. And so I, I really, I really think that's very, very beautiful what you've done over there. And I hope that people will take the opportunity to, uh, to buy the book, to read the book and to display the book so others can see it as well. And I think it's important for people to read the book, but I think it was very important for people to write the book because as you know, uh, according to, uh, in Judaism, we have a lot of commandments of different, uh, parts of our body. And that is because it, we don't like to leave it just in, in theory, in, in thought. We like to do it by implementation, right? We're, it's, it's active. It's not, uh, it's not conceptual, right? By hand, do it by foot. It says in, uh, one of action. Yes. After, after, after the actions, our hearts are pulled. So when these 75 Christian leaders put their pen to the paper, put their fingers to the, to the keyboard and said, these are the reasons why I believe that Israel is a miracle. This is my inspirational story of how I became close to Israel, how I started making friends with Jews, all of this can be an inspiration for people who are already pulling in that direction to say, wow, I'm not alone. Yeah. Which, by the way, so many of my Christian friends start out their testimony to me when they started. I said, I was the only one around. I was starting feeling a little different in church. Why am I doing all this Jewish stuff? Why am I doing all this Israeli, Israel stuff? So this is a very important book to show that you are not alone if you are one of the lucky ones very that nice. God is put that God is putting into your heart to reach out to connect very nice. to Israel to connect with the Jewish people. Wow, I, so I like that. It'll that's, preach. No, that's it's, it's excellent. And one of the things, and I know you know this, as you said, more of the visual and implementation than the text part. But when I, I knew this in concept when we were putting the book together, but only when I brought home the proof copy back in June, um, it was, the proofs were printed in America. The actual book is printed here in Israel. Now, I, I love that we've been able to do that. Um, but I put one out on the coffee table the, a couple of days after I got home. It was Shabbat and all of my kids and grandchildren came. And my oldest grandson, who was four, picked up the book. It's very colorful. It's very engaging. And he started flipping through the pages. Now, he can identify and read the letters in Hebrew and in English, but he doesn't know the words. And I realized, yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. Had it not been Shabbat, I would have taken out my phone and taken a picture of this to prove it, that here all you need to do is sit your child or grandchild 
on your lap. And now you've got 75 essays in 240 pages with stunning pictures that you can narrate to a child at an age appropriate level. So we're really engaging generations here. I'm very excited about that. That sounds like a great, great, great idea. Yeah. What, 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 I mean, um, you, you wrote in your, in your, um, I love how you, how you wrote it, uh, Guido, and you wrote in your, in your endorsement, the Christian leaders writing in this book describe these miracles at length. Oh no, that's the part about me. We don't need to read that. I don't like the self-serving stuff. Um, this book will be a beautiful adornment on many coffee tables, but more so on the hearts of Christians and Jews who are open to God writing his love there. And blessings to the writers and the readers. Yeah, that was a great, that's a great way to, in fact, is it really, it's page two. You're the first text on the whole, in the whole book. Come to think of it. Pretty wild. Well, look, it's, a, it's, it's one thing to be the first text. <laughs> Coincidentally, but the book that you've done over here, uh, and and really, it's not just you. You've reached out to so many of our common friends and so many of our soon-to-be common friends um, to to uh, to to write out what is on their heart. And I'm yeah. going to bless you now, uh, Jonathan, that you will put out a second volume. Maybe you will uh, you will give it a different name. Maybe we'll call it Israel: The Second Miracle or the Second Miracle of Israel or something like that. But I think that there are going to be now more and more Christians who want to 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 share their testimony of how they feel about Israel. And it's going to be something more and more, more and more, uh, again, using uh, perhaps uh, 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 misquoting uh, a, a saying that I hear from many of my Christian friends. We're, we're both Orthodox Jews, but here we are trying to talk to right. Christianese. Uh, that this is separating the the sheep from the goats. It is now uh -huh. time to separate between: Are you standing with God? Are you standing with God's people? Are you standing with God's land, or are you standing against all of those? Right. Because we're seeing more and more today with the crazy social media and and the crazy social media is influencing everything and and there's so much by way of numbers that we're getting slammed um, through and mainstream media things that on the fence nobody's going to let exactly so i i do hope that you are going to be able to take a breath a little bit <laughs> after the publication <laughs> of his first book and uh put put into action some of the few things i have a feeling that you might have learned a few things along the way <laughs> oh dear yeah this has been a quite a quite a Quite a process and, and a huge education, yes. Very much so. And never would have imagined. Some people discouraged me and said, no way you're going to get the, the book printed for Israel's 75th year, but here we are. Okay, well, I don't. I hope that you won't have to wait until the 80th year, but because, a nice round number. Yeah. Um, because frankly, I think that we're going to be see such an amazing things. I don't, uh, Israel's enemies are saying you won't live to see the 76th year, yeah. but I think we're going to see such crazy, great events going on in the next five years that, that we're not going to be able to wait for the 80th year to celebrate wow. more. Wow. 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 Very nice. I like that, Guido. I like that a lot. Um, well, thank you. I, uh, thank you for that. It's important as I, as this book comes out. It's a, it's been a 
extraordinary project, not just extraordinary great, but extraordinary in terms of the amount of time and effort and people involved and shout out to the authors and the photographers and the artists and the editors. And it's been a, a great collaborative effort. Um, but not an easy one by far. So hopefully people will get it. And uh, with the shameless plug, it is almost Christmas. So people, um, these are very meaningful gifts. I have one friend who, of course, he's my friend, but he says, I'm buying this for everyone for Christmas instead of wow. uh, what I would normally buy, right? Because these are now family heirlooms. And I do believe, and, and, and this may be immodest, but I do believe that when somebody buys a copy for mom and dad, and mom and dad live till 120 years old, when they're no longer alive, this is one of those family heirlooms that people are gonna, gonna, maybe not fight over, but it's gonna be more important than than the than the um, I don't know what recipe book or 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 or, or something else. Please God, um, Guido, let's take one last break. You and I have been very very immersed in this world of building bridges between Jews and Christians for decades between us or collectively. And what I'd like to come back and discuss is just how we get how do we get by what's perceived and feels like some some major tensions here in Israel um, with some uh, somewhat more intolerance expressed toward Christians in the last number of months specifically. But let's take one last break and come back and begin to wrap up. I want to pause in the conversation for just a moment to invite you to join us in one of the really incredible programs that we do as part of the Genesis 123 Foundation. This year, we have been going out all throughout the Judean mountains to show love to soldiers who are stationed keeping us safe from the threat of terrorism. It doesn't matter if we're in a burning heat wave or temperatures below freezing before the wind chill, they are out there guarding strategic points that have a high risk of terrorism. And thanks to the support of many people like you, we are pleased to bring them homemade hot soup in the cold of winter, and cold drinks and sweet watermelon in the heat of summer. Any donation is meaningful and helps us to bless the soldiers. You can join us and donate at genesis123.co slash bless a soldier. That's genesis123.co slash bless a soldier. And when you do, you also have the opportunity to send along your own personal words of thanks and blessings to the soldiers guarding the land and protecting the people. Please join us. Okay, Guidon, since this is completely unscripted, I wasn't even planning on having the conversation. But it's important, I think, you and I especially have this conversation. As you just mentioned before, we're both Orthodox Jews. There's been a lot of pushback from Orthodox Jews in Israel, specifically, not exclusively, um, toward Christians, Christian events, Christian buildings and institutions, even a cemetery um, in the last six months or so was desecrated by some young Jewish men. Um, and the feeling is, at least it's my feeling, even though I'm not happy saying it, is that, that, that there's more of this now or we're or seeing or feeling more of it. What's your sense and what, what, what do we need to do to fix it? I my sense is that well I, if I say that there's not more that means that there there was a lot beforehand also I think that what we're seeing here is a, a lot more publication uh, and promotion of things like this because people have an agenda they want you know it's a man bites dog 
is mm-hmm. uh, what makes news. And of course, it is horrific that uh, things like you mentioned, um, uh, desecrations of synagogue. It's, it's hard for me Churches. to say such a thing because because in uh, in in the list, besides the list of Christian um, anti-Semitic uh, incidents over two thousand years, we've been publishing uh, the list twenty twenty and the list twenty twenty one and the list twenty twenty two every year. A thousand or so incidents that happened in the previous year. So uh, synagogue and uh, cemetery desecrations are one of the most horrific things that happen over here. But things like that on on the Jewish side is, is really just one person, one or maybe a a, a couple of uh, of firebrand crazy kids who do such horrific things, and then the media. It wants to drive a wedge between Israel and her friends, multiply it over and over again. Okay. Now, of course, I'm not against. But wait, uh, Guido, and I want to I want to interrupt you for a minute. But we're seeing a lot of it being promoted in Christian media. We're seeing a lot of Christian media highlighting these events recently, more than ever before, I think. Are you thinking? I can't tell if you're. What 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 what's your perception on that? I'm back. You know? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking uh, you, yeah, what's your I perception you asked... on Christian? The fact that a lot of the Christian media is is promoting this, not necessarily with a bias, but fact. Fact that there was a protest here. Fact that that christian uh armenian christians were spit on fact that a cemetery was desecrated fact that a statue of jesus was desecrated fact that this week as we are speaking there may be protests at the feast of tabernacles okay so let's let's differentiate between the uh the horrific uh desecration of uh, uh churches or or cemeteries and uh the handful of Jews, and I say handful of Jews who are pretty much uh, working full time, well, full time perhaps not, but certainly part time in trying to drive that wedge between Christians and Jews. I okay. believe that okay. I started out, I believe that I started out my conversation with you about talking about how thousands of years, for thousands of years, the relationship between Christians and Jews have been they hate us. They try to kill us. They didn't. Let's eat. You know, that's a, a Jewish, a Jewish joke. But seriously, to say every Christian is a missionary who only wants to steal a Jewish soul. Every Christian would want to kill us if they could because we are a Christ killer. I believe that the United States, where we have most of our pro-Israel Christians was founded by Christians who are, were running away from prosecution themselves because they were the Puritans, they were the, the initial Protestants, and they were be, really getting it from the Anglican Church. So really, our, our worst enemies were their worst enemies as well. Mm-hmm. The Christians who today are friends of Israel are not our enemies, but they sh- are standing side and side, shoulder to shoulder with us in fighting those anti-Semitic uh, Christian 
back uh, backgrounds. Interesting. Good point. And that, don't think so. and that is something that that so many Jews don't recognize. Now, again, to harp on the traditional Jewish perception that Christians bad, Jews good, but Christians bad. It's very easy to 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 drum up that that uh, that heat that fire, okay. and uh, that is something that that uh, that many media like to harp on. But it is definitely terrible. But uh, what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to you're going to convince the people who are raising money from people because they are able to say, "Ah, oh, you see, I'm kicking these these Christians out of out of Jerusalem." No, 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 no. That's not that's not the way it's going to do. We are going to continue to uh to strengthen our friendships with with christian okay. leaders who recognize that the only way to build to move forward and that is whether you're talking about jewish christian relationships or christian christian relationships or christian pagan relationships whatever you want you want to fulfill the gospel of bringing the god of israel really that's what we're talking about all over the world you can only have impact on somebody if you have a relationship with them first. So Excellent. Build on that relationship. Excellent. That may be the penultimate line from this whole conversation. I like that. Thank you. Um, all right, Guidon. Before I wrap it up and before I officially thank you, last word. What do we not talk about that you that, that's important for Christians who love Israel, who are listening to this conversation to know? the most important thing for them to know is that if they are being pulled inexplicably to connect to Israel, to connect to the Jewish people, they can believe that it is God doing that pulling because God is now doing these miracles, which he was only setting the stage for, for 4,000 years and even for 6,000 years. But certainly for the past 2,000 years, since God exiled the Jewish people from the land of Israel and all over the world. Uh-oh. A glitch. We're having a very challenging time, this Sukkot, with... Uh... We're saying, look, those Jews, God has abandoned them. Now it is time for Christians to be... No, no, no more. God has shown that he is a prep the promise to the Jewish people to bring them back to his land, which he wrote on every single page of the Bible. Yeah. Thus, Christians, I believe, can be even more sure that he will keep his promises to them. So Excellent. connect to connect to your inner Israel connection, because it is a godly thing, and start putting those pennies aside to come to Israel. If you have never been to Israel, it can't be a bucket list thing before you die. That's what the, the last words of a bucket list really is. Right. It has to be as soon as you can. It's got to be your top priority. Things are getting hard. Who knows when, when COVID is going to come back and it's, and, and the country and international flight is going to be closed okay. again. Now you're opening a can of worms. We're not going to go there. <laughs> don't, who knows what is going to happen? It might be something else. Okay. Don't go. Don't let this window of opportunity go by. Come to Israel. Your life will never be the same. Amazing, Gidon Ariel. Um, I'm no longer apologizing for not having you had having had you as a guest. 
it needed all to be at the right time. This is the right time. I hope people will connect with Root Source and anyone who is in Dallas can be in Dallas or wants to be in Dallas will check out uh, at root-source.com and, uh, and and figure out how they can Slash Gala. Slash Gala, or just in general, but to, to, to be there with, with you for this celebration. Thank you for taking time this Sukkot away from your family uh, to also to also be part of Inspiration from Zion. It, I, I want to begin to wrap up. Everyone who follows Inspiration from Zion knows that at the end we deserve, we give out a prize. Um, I used to say pejoratively or 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 self uh, self deprecating. If you've been with us this long, you deserve a reward. That's not true because <laughs> the conversations we have are a reward in themselves. But beginning wow, a year and a half ago, we begun offering a special gift, a book, which I used to call from Jonathan's bookshelf. Um, but this year, effective now and indefinitely, every month we're giving away a free copy of Israel the Miracle. And all you have to do is go to uh, the inspiration from Zion social media and like and follow us. And when you comment and share the link to this program, we per- pick one person at random every month to receive a copy of Israel the Miracle. The book retails for $75. It is not a cheap book. It is a heavy book. It weighs three pounds. Um, we know this because I've been trying to pack them up to send to Gidon <laughs> in Dallas for his event. Um, my, my back still hurts from that. But anyway, do follow us, do comment, do like and share. We're always grateful that this podcast is sponsored by our friends at the Willow Run Greenhouse in Culpeper, Virginia. If you're in the area and need something or just want to go in and say hi and thank them for helping make conversations like this possible, please do so. And also special thanks to the Coin family for their meaningful sponsorship. Inspiration from Zion and all of the Genesis 123 Foundation programs are made possible by donations. So please consider joining us to help continue the dialogue and build bridges. And Gidon, with your permission, as my guest today, I am honored to uh, to dedicate this episode in honor of all the bridge builders, the 10 that you are honoring in Dallas. Um, you'll get me their names. We'll make sure that they know that this is in their honor. It's a thrill to be able to do that. And I pray that your event will be a huge success as well. If you'd like to sponsor a future episode in honor or memory of a loved one or a special occasion or a list of fabulous people, please be in touch with us at inspirationfromzion at gmail.com. We'd always love to hear your comments as part of a dialogue and invite you to send questions as well, especially questions you have about traditional Judaism for our Ask the Rabbi programs. Please share this with others who will also find it of interest and continue to join us right here as we bring you more meaningful conversations about unique topics relating to Israel that you won't hear anywhere else. Wherever you are in the world, I pray that you and your loved ones are all safe and healthy, and I send my blessings from right here in the Judean mountains. God bless you. Hallelujah, al-mashayah, al-mashayah, al-mashayah.